0: Hey, brave one. Welcome to another episode of the Women Aware and Prepared podcast. I'm your host, Mandy Pratt, a trained domestic violence victim advocate who teaches women and vulnerable populations how to be street smart. You'll hear some true crime stories, but most importantly, how we might prevent crimes happening to us. Return each week to learn safety tips and emotional self-defense so we live empowered with peace. Let's be less naive and leave helplessness and worry behind so we can be safer, savvy, aware, and prepared. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Last week, we talked about school safety, and I shared with you all uh, 15 questions that I had asked at my son's school to see what they were doing to keep the kids and the staff safe. Today, I wanted to talk specifically about college because I'm just thinking specifically of my best friend's daughter who just started college as a college freshman. I feel like with college freshmen, we just kind of throw them in there and wish them luck, but I feel like we could give them so much more helpful information, so that's what I'm here to do today. Here on the podcast, we talk about two different sources of harm that may happen. Sometimes attacks happen from people we don't know, and they're from strangers, so you hear that term, stranger danger. But surprisingly, the majority of attacks that happen are from people that we do know, either an acquaintance, or maybe someone we're dating. Here's the stats. One in six American women will become a victim of sexual assault in her lifetime, according to the rape, abuse, and Incest National Network. College students are three times more likely to be victims than any other age group, and an estimated 73% of all victims of these crimes know their attacker, according to RAINN. R-A-I-N-N. That stands for the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. It's the nation's largest anti-sexual violence organization, and they created and operated the National Sexual Assault Hotline. I'll drop their info in the show notes. I highly recommend following them on social and just checking them out. So today I'm going to list off a bunch of different ideas to help keep your college freshmen safer, or if you're young adult yourself to help keep yourself safe. And I just want to point out that it's not just women who need this information. So sexual assaults happen to all genders. So this is important for everybody to listen to. I'm going to read to you a story of a college freshman. This may trigger you if you've been sexually assaulted. So I just want to give a heads up. I'm not going to really go into what happened to her, but I want to give the heads up. All right. Keeler was a freshman at Gettysburg College in Pennsylvania at the time of the alleged assault. On the night of the attack, she says she decided to go to a fraternity party with her friends to celebrate the end of the semester. A student, who did not belong to the fraternity, started bothering her, she says. He insisted on trying to dance with Keeler. At one point, he pushed her against the wall and tried to kiss her, she recalls. Keeler said she felt so uncomfortable, she asked a male friend to walk her back to her dorm room. Kudos to her. That's a great idea. The student then confronted them, offering 20 bucks to her friend. He said to my friend, let me have her, please. Let me have her, Keeler told ABC News. My friend pretty much told him, I'm just trying to get her away from you. As she was getting ready to go back to bed at her dorm, she says she heard a knock on the door. Thinking it was a friend, she says she opened the door and found the student from the party instead. She says he wouldn't leave, and then he assaulted her. The next day, Keeler's friends and mentors encouraged her to go to campus police. She endured hours of questioning and an invasive rape kit, she says. Getting that done gave me a sense of false hope, said Keeler, I just feel like I was given throughout this whole process false hope by the institutions around me. That would help me. ABC News is not identifying Keeler's alleged attacker since he has not been charged of any crimes. After Keeler made her report, the alleged attacker denied any misconduct. The next semester, he dropped out of Gettysburg College, which led the school to end its Title IX investigation. Even though Keeler followed all the necessary steps after her assault, an arrest was never made. The Gettysburg Police Department and the Adams County District Attorney at the time they called me and said, unfortunately, we don't feel we have enough evidence to move forward with your case and prosecute, said Keeler. And on top of that, when alcohol's involved, it's really difficult to prove that a sexual assault occurred. Keeler's case isn't unusual. ABC News reported that most college campuses are required under Title IX to investigate all complaints and come up with, quote, prompt and equitable remedies. All right, so that gives us One example, and unfortunately I've heard many examples of something like this where the attacker is somebody that the student knew or maybe didn't know, but most of the time it's somebody they knew at least an acquaintance. So I just wanna make a point of that and to make sure that we all pay attention to that. What I'm going to share today is great tips for everybody but especially for college students. So be smart about social. Don't identify where you're located or identify you know, a picture with your dorm and your room number in the background of you. Number two, know where you're going on and off campus. So orient yourself by maybe driving through or biking through or walking through with some friends. Number three, make sure that people know where you are so your friends know, your RA knows, maybe your parents, and they have the numbers of each other. So if they can't reach you, your parents have your friend's number, for example. Number four, save important numbers at the top of your phone. So 911 is first, and that's great for off-campus, and then you can put the number of the campus security on your phone right under them. That's best for on-campus. From what I hear, check with your campus police. And then the third number I would save at the top would be the sexual assault hotline. That's 800-656-HOPE. I'll list that in the show notes for you. Number five, stay with the crowds, right? So don't isolate yourself. Which brings us to number six, you can use the campus shuttle, or maybe even a security escort, let's say at night, you're the last one out of the classroom, and it's dark, and you just don't feel right. So if you have the campus security number, you can call them and ask for an escort. Number seven, use your intuition. I've said this so many times, and that's something important I learned to myself. So if it doesn't feel safe, it probably isn't safe. So change your circumstance, right? Uh, Just like I was saying, you can get a security escort, or you can go back inside and lock the door until you get some help. If you don't feel comfortable around somebody, you need to leave. I'll talk more about that in a minute. Number eight, know the exits of where you're at so you can get out easily. Um, Let's do a little quiz real quick. If you're in your own dorm and you can't get out, let's say like, The story I shared with you. Uh, Maybe the attacker comes in, locks the door. What's another exit you might have? The window, right? Now, granted, if you're on the fourth floor, that's not going to work. But if you're on the first and it's already open or something, that might be an option. Just thinking outside of the box. Number nine, be aware of your surroundings. Keep your head up and out of your phone. Actually, that should have been number one. That is the best tip for anybody, right? So, especially when you're walking by yourself and if you've got your head just completely in your phone, you have no idea who's behind you, around you, right? That's not the best time to be checking your phone. Number 10, pay attention when returning to your car on or off campus. So, that has proven to be a time when an attacker may see you get out of your car and pay attention to you, and they know that you're eventually coming back to your car. So it's smart to pay attention when returning. And again, remember I said, use your intuition. If it doesn't feel safe, then get some help or don't go out to the car. Number 11, you wanna park by the light if it's close, right? And you're gonna lock your doors. You're gonna stay by people. When you come out to your car, your keys are ready and your hands are free, and we're kind of checking around the car, in the car. And then just a side note, it's a good idea to not leave your valuables like a backpack in the car because people will smash and grab. Number 12, know the emergency phone locations. So on campus, a lot of times they'll have something called blue light telephones. So those are really good to pay attention to. And remember, oh yeah, when I walked to my history class, There's a blue light telephone left. Number 13, keep your phone always charged. And your gas tank is always full, right? So you're never left in a pinch. If your phone does run out of battery, you can always use the blue light telephones if needed for an emergency. But again, having your own phone charged and working is best. Number 14, make people earn your trust, right? So we were talking about how some of these acquaintances may seem like a great person but sometimes people can be really charming and kind of trick you into things so it's important to make somebody earn your trust right so somebody you meet right away they want to you know get you alone somewhere maybe earn their trust first and say oh yeah we're going out with a group of friends why don't you come with me there number 15 Lock your doors and your windows in your dorm room and don't let people in, right? We just read from this article that she didn't even look and just let somebody in. Granted, you know, you wouldn't expect your attacker to come back like that, so nobody can blame her. But it's important to know, um, especially if you're by yourself, like who's knocking at the door. Number 16, only party with friends you trust. You can drive by first and see what the party looks like. You, like the gal did in the example, she had a friend who could watch her back and like walk out with her. That was smart. And you got to keep your drink safe. Only you get your own drink and don't ever leave it, especially with the open top. And number 17, you may even want to get one of those breathalyzers on a keychain. That way you know how much you drank. What is your blood alcohol level? Is it safe? to be driving, that sort of thing. And again, you can use the the campus security phones to let them know, uh, you know, I'm not safe to drive, I need a ride. There's different things on campus where they help you with that. So familiarize yourself with your campus security office and what they offer. Number 18, get good at lying and making excuses. I know that's counterculture especially to us girls, you know, maybe raised as Girl Scouts, right? Never tell a lie, but uh, sometimes you need to. So if you're in a sticky situation, like, I'm not sure if this would have helped or not in this situation, but possibly when she was in the room with this guy who came into her dorm and wouldn't leave her alone, she could be like, you know, making something up like, oh, I've been feeling so bad today. I'm about to throw up. So you may want to step aside. You know, that kind of thing. You got to get good, get creative. Number 19, practice saying no super firm. So scream it like from your stomach. Don't just say no, (laughs) right? So if you're at a party, you get somehow in a room with some guy and he's, uh, you know, trying to move a lot faster than you wanted to or even thought of, you're going to use that no very loudly. And they're going to be sure that you mean it. Um, in other situations where it's not so urgent like that, you can come up with your own line that you want to say, like, I'm not comfortable with that. If it's not as urgent, maybe you're at a party and this dude is like, hey, come with me. Um, I need to talk to you in this room. You can say, I'm not comfortable with that. And you feel very good saying, because you've already practiced and you say it firmly. Next, you can use distractions to intervene for somebody else or yourself, kind of like lying and making excuses, right? Uh, you can do a distraction. So let's say this person, again, at the party is trying to pull you aside. Hey, let's go in this room. I have to tell you something. If you don't want to say I'm not comfortable with that, you can say, oh, my gosh, look at it. Oh, hey, it's um, Mary over there or something and just like walk away and pretend. Just totally distract. That's just one example. Um, another point, another tip is to consider carrying pepper spray or a personal alarm or whatever you feel most comfortable with. Maybe in a, even a flashlight, you can use that as a striking tool. So just pick one and practice with it and carry it somewhere super accessible. So you know exactly where it's at. You can grab it out and use it, right? And lastly, take a self defense class. So a lot of times on a college campus or even through your police department, they will offer self-defense classes or you can Google um, self-defense classes near your city. And if you can't find any of that, then I would suggest maybe taking a Krav Maga class. I asked my own mentor of all of the martial arts, which one is most like street fighting? And he said, Krav Maga. So Krav Maga is spelled K-R-A-V, and then M-A-G-A. I will drop that into the show notes for you so you can see what that is. And funny enough, I'm not sure why I kept using the party example in this episode, I guess because of the story that I read. Technically, if you're a college freshman, you're probably not at the age to be drinking, but I know that a lot of people do anyway, so I'm sharing that. It could be other circumstances too, where you're studying with somebody that maybe is a brand new friend and they may try something on you, so that could be another instance, or it could be a date, right, a first time date, so just preparing you for the different circumstances that about wraps it up. So let's send our college freshmen off with some very helpful tips to keep them as safe as can be and have them not be one of these statistics. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can leave a review and let me know what you found most helpful. You can find me on Instagram at Prepared. And if you want more from me, you can join my Tuesday tip emails at womenawareandprepared.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Remember, you are worthy of a safe and peaceful life.